Welcome to the Lisa Show Book Club. I'm excited that you're here. This is our final section, section seven. And with us today, we have Casey. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. We are covering the last chapter, chapter 14, as well as the conclusion and epilogue, as well as I think the themes of all of the books. If you have not gone back and read or watched or listened to the Lisa Show podcast and our book club, please do so. We have six previous sessions that you can check out. We're talking about the book Alone Together by Sherry Turkle. And this is, yeah, our final installment. So welcome. There's so much that we could talk about, the overall arching theme of the book. Um, But I thought it would be kind of funny (laughs) to start off with... um, you know, the different case studies that that Sherry does when she has interviewed Cliff and Cliff is like, can we go back to before texting? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Cliff, no. Poor Cliff. No, poor Cliff. We can't. And I think a lot of people have that sentiment. Like, can we ever go back? And I just don't think we can. It's never set right no, with me. No, we can't. We won't. We won't, will we? No. And I don't think that it's technology that's bad, but I think that sometimes we the ways that we think we're it's we're going to use it the problems we think it's going to solve don't. And I just mm-hmm. think we need to reevaluate how we use it. Yeah, I think she's right. She says something. She articulates it really well. She says something like, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's just that we are not acknowledging the cost of it. Yeah. That's what's bad. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's pretty bad <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> but yeah, we're not going to go back. That's the other thing is it's like she said something about she doesn't like framing it as an addiction like we're all addicted to our yeah. phones because the only solution to the addiction is to like get rid of it and we know we're never going to do that, so it's very hopeless. Yeah. To think of it like that. And she's more hopeful than that. Yeah, she's more hopeful than mm-hmm. that. She's not just trying to be like a luddite, you know, yeah. like get rid of all of it because she knows no one's going to. Right. It's like I'm never going to just eat no sugar. No. You know? We don't live like that. We don't live like that. So, but it is, I always hate when they talk. I, she articulated that. I realized that I felt like that, but I mm-hmm. didn't know. That is why. No, I hate talking it, about it as an addiction totally. and ruining society. Because I, I know, it's not like the solution is hard. Like, yeah, don't have a phone. But yeah. I'm not going to do that. No, well, and no one is. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, it, so I, she has other solutions too, which are helpful. Which absolutely. It is, it is worth it. To think about it in another way, and I do, I do like the um, the way that the book gets me to think about things in a different way. One thing mm-hmm. that stopped me in my tracks was when she said that you know there is a difference when you're talking to somebody when they text you like LOL or ha 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 right. ha. They text you that they're laughing versus you're really with them and you're really laughing. Yeah, and to me that just like it just kind of summed up the connection that we're looking for in a different way. I was like, oh, yeah, totally. there's a huge difference. Than that going, was so oh, poignant. That was but so we funny. Know because we had ha- more than half our lives knowing that. But imagine yeah. our kids. The part that we read was the nostalgia one. Ugh. And the, to have not had most of your life IRL, to have most of your life. So, yeah. like, my youngest and our youngest, Ellen and Margaret, most of their relationship, except when they were babies and we, like, hung out together, mm-hmm. now they're mostly on FaceTime. Yeah. And that's the majority of their relationship. Yeah. So they have less. I think that's why they are nostalgic about it. They don't know the difference. And then when you are in real life, mm-hmm. it's like more novel. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, think that nostalgia. they see it differently, but I think they wish, yeah, what would that be like to have 
someone laugh in real life at you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and because they have so much information and they can access of what it was like to live in the 80s or whatever in a way that we didn't have when we were younger. We didn't have all of that knowledge. We, you know, had you know, TV and books, but Mm -hmm. they have so much more access to it. It's almost like they have this sense of nostalgia for something they've never They don't really even know. And I actually don't think, so this is about 12 years old, this book. Yeah, and the reprinting is like five, yeah. Yeah, so, and I I like that. It seemed like the, do you think the epilogue was newer? I couldn't tell when she wrote that. I don't know. But I actually don't think my kids now are as, I think with my youngest or my oldest, there was a little more nostalgia. He he thought yeah. some of those things were kind of more cool. I actually think our youngest kids now don't really feel that nostalgic for the past because no. they think it was dumb and they are like, yeah, that's really weird that you did that. Yeah, so it is definitely changing our identities, our self-perception, yeah. and our relationships with people. For and sure. And like she has convinced me in this book that we are alone together. Yeah. <laughs> I, that post-familial families, that I was doing that while I was reading this, you know, like someone was in the other room with yep. um, AirPods on, on and we're all watching different shows on our yeah. t- different TVs and phones and stuff. And it's fun when I'm doing it. When I, yeah. I don't want to watch some dumb show that I don't like. But <laughs> I know. And so I'm like, great, I can put in my headphones and just do my own thing. But sometimes I do think, whoa, this is, yeah, this is probably bad. Yeah. I and think it perc- is bad. I always think, well, what percentage do I have to be yeah. engaged? A, a, yeah. <laughs> Which is not the right question to ask. I have tried I to when I'm talking to anyone. If anyone, a real-life person in front of me, whether I'm out in public or I'm in my home or even in my bedroom, mm-hmm. if a real-life person is in front of me, I put the phone down. I do too. And like I've gotten Physically, better. I think that's an object isn't as important as a person right here. I think I can do that. And and also because of our age, we lived so much of our life like that. It, what I loved is how she framed part of what we need to do is about manners. Oh, yes. Just having I, good you manners. You know me. Because, I love I know, that And part. I love that. I love that's manners. A good, that's a way to, like, package it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we're ever going to get rid of this addiction. We're not all going to throw away our phones. But just having certain manners, which yeah. even I'm kind of, I mean, we're sort of old-fashioned about that. We would put our phones away. But yeah. I've gotten more and more used to it with people. And when they get a text, I think, oh, yeah, well. I'll just wait while you read yeah, your text. Yeah, I'll just wait. You're I mean, constantly interrupting. more normal oh, to somebody's, me. You're, you have to check your phone if your phone is ringing instead yeah. of saying, no, I'm talking to somebody right yeah. now. I'll call them back. I mean, I'm holding the line that. on some things, but mm-hmm. I feel okay when – I've gotten more used to people doing it to me. Yeah, but it I try used not to, be to do it. Considered, I used to think it was so and rude. And she points this out in the book, super rude. Yeah. If you were talking to somebody and you didn't have their full attention, and now we just absolutely 100% allow for it. But it is true, and I you cannot. Mul- I mean, you can multitask, but you can't pay attention to two things at once. No, I love that she talks. You really you can't. can't. Well, you can multitask, but um, and we've gotten so we think that it's so much more productive, and mm-hmm. we think we're so clever for multitasking mm-hmm. and answering emails while we're reading or listening, whatever we're doing mm-hmm. all together. But they, she puts this point out, and I, we haven't talked about this in any of the book clubs yet. In several different chapters, she talks about how the research is clear. You're doing all of those tasks at a poorer mm-hmm. level. Yeah, you're and not, I know, you're not fooling anyone. Oh, we, I can just scroll through while they're talking, like yeah. my kids are talking to me. Yes. I don't hear them when I'm no. reading this. And even when I teach presentations to my college students, and we talk about slides and when they're talking, mm-hmm. and it is true because I've done it. When I'm reading a slide, I'm not listening to them. No. And when I'm listening to them, I'm not reading the slide. You really can't you can, do both. But, but we have, we, do, we did think 
technology will make us multitask. That will make us more efficient and better workers. And the opposite is actually true. Yeah. And so I like getting science on that, like facts too. on that to say, you may look super busy and have all these things, you know. Well, it's and because you can do physical things like carrying a and, baby and, and making dinner and all of those things. Yeah, but true. mental tasks, yeah, no, you can't. But you can do them halfway. But we're all expected to multitask at all times to get everything done. True. It is tiring. It is tiring, I thought. Um, I thought it was interesting when she, all the different case studies that, you know, she would talk about like these people and get to know them. Like Brad, for instance, says that digital life cheats people out of learning how to read a person's face Mm -hmm. and their nuances of feeling and and just passively being yourself. Passively being yourself. I I was was underlining that too. I I thought, oh, that's so true. Because again, we did it and then we stopped doing it. But if you already did that, Mm -hmm. like if, People who are younger than us, that would be so weird and really exhausting. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I don't like how it. They th- I think it's not good because we've talked about like performative, cool, and yeah. listening to music is performative now because everything is public and everyone can see. And if no one ever saw your playlists, would you listen to different things? And yeah. if you never doing things just for a picture, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't like that. And it's not I, good. And I don't know. I really don't know. The answer for that, too, which, I mean, I like that she doesn't spell it all out. She's just Mm -hmm. saying, is this serving you and what it means to be human or is it further disconnecting you? Like at different apps, if you're trying to get to know somebody, it's so easy just to, there's so many rules that Mm -hmm. no one knows the the rules too. I for sure don't know. Them. Like for different apps and how w- what you should post and mm-hmm. how you should present yourself and what, and people are actively trying to deceive as they do in real life. Mm-hmm. So it's no different online, but it's it, it's just complicated things that really to like get to know somebody and somebody's like authentic self is is harder, I think. And we thought it would be easier with more abilities, like more apps and things. Yeah, things. Places More to tech. post, places to interact with people. Yeah. We thought, oh, people will really get to know the real me. Yeah. And it's like harder. I think it is harder. Don't you think? And I like when people like my things and like it's fun. Like I love right. to post things. It is kind of fun. Yeah, but, but you use it in a different way than a lot of people. And when I'm like not on it, I like think, oh, I'm bored. I want to like do something. <laughs> people like my posts. Like I felt that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But because I'm like this middle-aged woman. I, that doesn't happen to me a lot, but I think that that is how younger people feel all often. Yeah. It's novel to like all this stuff about meditation and being in the moment and mm-hmm. things like that. I think that that feels really fresh and new and like a relief to Which younger people. Which is like people. an old idea, but it's, it's an like, old idea. Yeah. It's kind of, it was like out of fashion. I love how but she was out of fashion. Thoreau. Oh, I know. I like that. Yeah. I was I, like, ugh, what's this going to be about? And no. then I was like, oh, that was so, I can't I believe like how it. relevant I it was. It. I like um, the thing about Thoreau thick. Said, yes, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to affront only the essential facts of life, and to see if I could not learn what it had to teach, and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear. Nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. Yeah, I love that too. I, I, I oh, thought, and I just thought I haven't thought like. I that wondered how I was like Thoreau. What's he have to say about this? Like, we can't all go mm-hmm. live in cabins, and so. But yeah, she picked some really interesting things. What do we? Where do we live, and what do we live for? And online, I, th- this is why I think this is such a great. She really ended the book 
beautifully. It was. That was Why nice. do we live? What do we live for? And she said, or he says, we live thick. So living thick um, is not good. I didn't know what this meant at first because I couldn't remember from reading it, but we live thick. That means we're like too close together. We're, we're see too much. We're like, mm-hmm. Ugh, all of your pictures all the time. And we and need to like drama. spread out and have like a little bit of space in between, which I thought was a really interesting way to think of it. So it's not the direction that we are going as an American society. No, probably not. <laughs> but I like the hopefulness that she gives. She's of like, hopeful. And we she, can. We she can talks change about it. Things. It's an issue of manners. Uh-huh. It's an issue of being more serious about online privacy issues. Yes. And about being more conscientious and deliberate about how we we use it. We've and she goes from the history, which is really fun because, as you know, I used Ask Eliza in seventh grade yes. with your late husband, and it was one of the ways that we became <laughs> friends. I love it when I they talk about Ask about Eliza. That. You I guys don't did. know why my but my junior high. Yeah, I mean she's older, you know, so she was, but I was a kid and we used it. Yeah. And I was reading, that's at the beginning of the book, but that was so fascinating. You know, Chris and I used that one. Yeah. But it was just such a joke to us. But we thought it, it was, was such a joke. But we thought it was so wonderful and we it entertained us. And it's like the book points out, like all the scientists thought, well, how can we make this more human? We didn't care. It was alive enough. That's exactly no one cares what she if says it's in human. the book. Like we're She's thinking, like, kids oh, don't how care. can this replace real parenting? They don't care if they it's just care. alive enough. Yep. To do what you want and entertain you. And that's what Chris and I, we would just make jokes. And we would, because it re, it says things back to you to reframe your questions. And we used to write swear words to I know. I remember him telling and you that. I know. It was Well, no, so because funny. why wouldn't you? If you give it a, Which that's was so, what kids that do. That was so wild. But like, so, I mean, we didn't swear in real life. But we figured out but that you she was just spitting too. it back. And so, yeah, from the very beginning, all the things that adults are worried about. Yeah. Well, this can never take the place of blah blah. But then the kids that don't have that framework mm-hmm. already are just like, "This is alive enough." I think this is for why me to I have liked fun and be so much because she, it's that space between she acknowledges and says and draws attention to the space between what we think technology we we are mm-hmm. asking of technology and how we're really using it right. and what what it, there is always a disconnect and that's what is funny and interesting and sometimes tragic mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and and where she thinks that our conversation should go instead of like, well, how do we use this? How do we use it better? And, you know. Yeah, well, we all just need to get off of Facebook. Yeah, and that'll solve it. It's like, no, we're coming because we're looking for connection. We're looking for an antidote to loneliness. We're looking to feel important and a sense of belonging. We want people to hear us and validate us and, you know, all those kinds of things. And there's different ways to do that. Yeah. We kind of like think technology will solve all our problems and, Instead of like taking the long time to be like deliberate, well-adjusted, mature thinking humans that are kind, yeah, which, which is harder. It's a lot harder. <laughs> um, and I and she also talked about Oedipus about how it punished for oh, yeah. wanting like more knowledge. And I was like, oh, okay, that was like we just want all the knowledge. Like it's like haven't we learned that sometimes you get the knowledge and you're like. And it wasn't that he wanted it. That's not the problem is no. that he didn't acknowledge or know or care what the cost was. Yeah, he didn't understand that there is a cost mm-hmm. to uh, to that. He got exactly what he wanted. Yeah, because we just want to do all these fun things mm-hmm. and have it, like, be able to do our therapy for us. And I think there's always a tension between, like, the older people at the time who are yeah. worried mm-hmm. and then the young people who don't care and have no scruples, so they just adopt it. Yeah. But then those people become the 
the programmers and all of that. So then they have these issues. And the younger people are always the ones that are like, we don't care. It's going to be fine. And they're usually right because it usually just changes and then it's fine. Well, and it's just like the push and pull in society, isn't yeah. there? Of like the, of different ages, different perspectives that we can like benefit each other. But now it's just like our society has become a larger group, not just, you know, who lives in your neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting, too, that she said that loneliness is failed solitude. I underlined that, too. I that's totally really under, That's I, a perfect way to say it. Because like— It is, and they don't know if people don't know or can't achieve solitude can be restorative and not bad, and um, but loneliness, loneliness. I mean, you can be lonely in the middle of a big group, group or just feeling misunderstood. I totally underlined that because then she went back to the caring machines, like robot caregivers, and and loneliness from the very beginning. That because I was torn on this because I was like. Oh, that's a real privileged position to be like, I'd rather just have, (laughs) I mean, as a caregiver, you know that it's like really nice in theory to say I'm going to do it myself. But yeah, if you had had a flipper to be able to turn someone over, like, oh, you would have liked, like it's it's called a Hoyer lift and they're really, (laughs) really expensive. And you were about very close to getting it. And I couldn't afford one. And so I had to pick up my husband I mean, nobody really wants to do that. And I was thinking about that (laughs) because- That's an old-fashioned, I think- it's a privileged, sentimental way of thinking of it, which is really nice and really ideal. Yeah. And you as a caregiver have shared that there was a lot of beautiful things. And, and I, I know that those yeah, things I are true. Yeah, I for my late husband. But it doesn't mean that like a robot doing it to have made it a little bit easier on you. Yeah. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Like we're no. not trading what it means to be human if you just have a little robot flipper help you turn over a heavy but person. To me, our caregiving... One thing that she never brings up, and and because it's not the focus of the of of the book, but that affects my perspective is the caregiving crisis that we have in this country yeah. Yeah. because we rely on unpaid labor, we don't usually for middle aged women, to do the predominant caregiving of children and of aging parents in our society. And if they all just said no, we're not doing yeah. it anymore, our society would that's literally what I hate collapse. because it's not a value. It's, it's, it's a health but it's like care. this is how they this is how they brainwash you into doing it. Oh well, this is if you really yes. love them, you'll do this. Yeah. And then they said like <laughs> there's when different I things see, there's play. a quote that was like. When I see a robot caregiver, which no one really sees there, that, yeah. but like in theory, in theory. I see a, a failed family, family structure. And I was like, that is rude. Well, because nine out of <laughs> ten times it's the uh, the woman yeah. that is taking care of it. So it's just it. trying to make a, it's someone feel bad for not mm-hmm. doing that care, which why don't we just pay them better? Or it is really important. And that, end-of-life care is saying. so important. And, it is important. And, and like nobody they, can do it alone. I certainly yeah. didn't do it by myself. You can't. It's an overwhelming, when someone can't physically take care of themselves, yeah. you need more than one person to take care of them. That's and it just, isn't that you're less devoted or no. giving them a worse mm-hmm. end-of-life experience. If you had had... A robot that could do it. Well, you, you would can have, have robots. You do would things. still be if there. If Christopher could, my late husband could have had a robot to carry him around. Yeah. and talk. He would have loved well, it. That's it what, would have been it entertaining. Actually, 
he did have he did. a robot voice. I know. And they talked about it at the end I of the know. book. And I was like, oh, I, was I didn't think of it that way. That too. And but the way that his power chair and all the things that it could do mm-hmm. with technology, the way that it was his voice and he could type out, like, just with barely moving his head, the way that um, if, if like, we had, had would have had lifts if we needed them at our house and stuff, we didn't. Um, even our car, the way that it was able to transform so that he yeah. could. All you of those had things. robot caregivers. And he had a robot voice, and they yeah, and they all didn't of those dehumanize things helped him live them. longer yeah. mm-hmm. and improved his quality of life, and so a that he could life, yes, um, strengthen his relationship with his friends and family. Yeah, because he could talk it was for wonderful. so much and so longer. So for me, I that think about technology like, is the best of it. Mm-hmm. I agreed. Yeah, technolo- that's why we want it. If if we didn't have all of that technology, he would have died a lot earlier. He would have, and he would have been more miserable. He wouldn't have been and able we to all talk. Would have been. He wouldn't have been able to move. You wouldn't be able to get him to places. Yeah, he talked. He talked to us. So I right feel up like when we're talking end. about like technology for like quality of yeah. care of life, a hundred percent. But if we're talking about it to make me feel less guilty so I don't have to visit my parents in the retirement home or whatever, that's different. That's different. Different. Maybe the same. But also do you would be nice. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just think that this is a value that we're imposing on it yeah. from our time. What are our values? And you you would still visit them. Yeah. It's not going to mean that you don't visit them, but you maybe just don't have to do a lot of the physical work. Well, think of it this way. This is how I think about it. Do you care about your parents um, less if when you go over and they're, let's say they're aging and elderly and can't take care of themselves, if you hand wash their dishes or you use a dishwasher? Yeah, that's a good point. Does anybody care? It doesn't matter. It, that, does that's it, how all of this is. That's, this, this is how I think we should look about technology. It, yeah, it's a, just a, they're like machines that help us, like a yeah. washing machine. Yeah. And, and that's their thing. Like some of the robot scientists are like, well, have we made a person? Is this empathetic? Yeah. And it's just like me and Chris, and we were like, we're just using Ask Eliza to kill time and like yeah, do and stuff. entertain ourselves and entertain we're ourselves. Kids. And that and now we're just using a dishwasher to wash the dishes faster. Mm-hmm. We're using like, a, a using a, a lift a, a to lift, lift up my husband to, and who to can't come, move. To, and, it's and, not and saying this is your new wife. You know, <laughs> it's like this is just although a some machine. people do want to do that, and and you do yeah, have to that like stuff is weird. That so stuff I don't know about that. Like, oh, I know about that. No, I say no. Yeah, I'm not interested in that myself. <laughs> that was a, focused on in a different chapter, and I, I was glad because it seems weird to me, but people, you know, whatever. Well, and it, it begs the question that uh, from the beginning of the book, is something better than nothing? Yes. So for people who have is no relationships— enough? Is it alive enough? And that is an uncomfortable question. And who am I If you don't say? have anybody to take care of you when you're yeah. old, is a robot better, better than, than nobody? It is better than nobody. But is that the kind of society we want to live no. in? no. No. So let's change society first. Let's pay caregivers more and then let's see where we're at. First, we got to change healthcare. And if somebody's lonely. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. I love Lars and the New Girl. It's one of my favorite (laughs) movies. And it's, it's, it goes in a different direction than you think it is. And we are talking about this in a different way because of movies and the stories that we tell, Disney and everything is all, we've all, we've all handled all of these, what this line of what, Will robots, what will technology solve for humans in the future? Mm-hmm. What does it do? And I love it. And I, I want to end on um, Sherry Turkle's words. She said, the narrative of Alone Together describes an arc. We expect more from technology and less from each other. Yeah. This puts us at the still center of a perfect storm. 
Overwhelmed, we have been drawn to connections that seem low risk and always mm-hmm. continue to be our priorities. We shall be tempted by sociable, sociable robots where, like gamblers at their slot machines, we are promised excitement programmed in. Just enough to keep us in the game. We have to be concerned that the simplification and reduction of relationship is no longer something we complain about. Mm-hmm. It may become what we expect even desire. Mm-hmm. And I just think that she said that really well. This she is, said it well. This is what she's trying to, to really bring home through she's science. She's smart about it. Mm-hmm. It's scientific. She's not just a, you know, Luddite, let's get rid of everything. She's no. just like, here's the things to think about. Yeah, can you sit through a funeral, a play, yeah. That, a that, lecture. that was, and that, that's that true. Really that really stopped hits. me. In my, yeah. Can you sit through those things without your phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people need to... Self-examine. And she's saying, you know, we deserve better because we deserve deep in connections and relationships. And we, we need to remind ourselves that instead of, like, keeping us busy, we should keep technology busy. Yes. That seemed like kind of a good way to think about That's it moving on. That's a good on. way to flip it a little bit. Like working for us or, mm-hmm. I don't know, is that control? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think so. And we should just be deliberate about how we use it. And I hope young people read this, like, to, I know. like recognize younger people, just younger than me is what I mean, <laughs> right. you know? Because, like, I remember the olden days. Yeah. So I have friends in real life. Yeah. I can sit and do nothing. Like, it doesn't bother me. I know. <laughs> and so, but I don't know if everyone can do that. That's probably something to, we should to just, practice yeah, and, and just think keep, about the value of it. Keep there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a really good discussion. Thank you for it's being here, fun. Casey. Thank it you. It was fun to like wrap up this, Beep, the boop, things <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> I've been a robot this whole time. What? Surprise! <laughs> and that's the spoiler alert. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get on the Lisa show. <laughs> just that kidding. so funny. I know. See, nobody could, nobody could manufacture that's right. this. That's right. <laughs> just wait five years and they, they will. They'll have bots of both of us, of everyone. Yeah. Well, good. Well, we'll worry about that that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's table it. Let's table Let's this. Let's table Let's table that. Leave that for, for next now. time. Mm-hmm. This has been the Lisa Show Book Club. We've been talking about Alone Together. If you've enjoyed this, please read the book. Um, you can go back and read all the different sections that we've done for all the different chapters, one through seven. I hope you'll share, like, and subscribe. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs>